I saw the moment where his soul dissolved. <laughs> Welcome back to your Dear Shandy Bachelorette recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Oh, you just made it. Yeah, that took a few tries. It's been a while. It has. Yeah, it's been a while. What, a month and a half? Mm-hmm. We had a break. A break. And yeah. we enjoyed it immensely. Okay, so we today... Oh, do we have any housekeeping before we get going? Um... Oh, I, yeah, I, we have a lot of injury. We have a lot of problems today. Yeah, we do have a lot of problems. So I, I tore like some muscle behind my right shoulder blade, Yes, which sucks. Yes. Every time I do anything, even breathing hurts. Uh-huh. Um, I'm having some you, ear you, issues in my right you ear. You have ear issues. Yeah, I can't hear totally well through yeah. my right you ear. You have like a lot, you have a lot of gas. <laughs> I didn't know we were sharing that as an oh, injury, yeah. but I am in discomfort, but I've taken appropriate medication that should hopefully, you know, clear that yeah. soon in this recap. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be clear. It's going to be People like, When we want housekeeping, it's not this in detail. But you have to tell them about your syndrome on your finger. Oh, yeah. I've got... The, I don't know if they can see it. Can this anyone one. see that? It's got a bruise on it. Well, it's not really about the seeing. It's about the fact that I'm... Like last night, I'm getting ready for bed. I'm just brushing my teeth. Mm -hmm. And suddenly, my middle finger, the tip, hurts. Like it hurts like someone hit it with a hammer. Yeah. And I look at it, and there's a big purple, black, and blue. It hurts. It's throbbing. It's hot. I immediately Googled it, but so I was kind of freaking out. You saw me. Yes. It's Achenbach syndrome. Uh -huh. <laughs> the saddest syndrome in the world. <laughs> I, Google it. Seriously. Yeah, I am stricken with Achenbach's. And what Achenbach's is, is just an inexplicable bruise appearing in your fingertips yeah. or in your joints of your fingers. And they say there's nothing wrong with it. Like there's no need downside, no need to freak out. It goes away. Yeah. But they have, they don't understand why it happens. Uh -huh. No one knows. Okay. I'm suffering from Achenbach. So we are both suffering today, really. But we're still going to muscle through. Yeah. And actually, let's move into our overall thoughts. Um, Overall thoughts, really? It's fine. Even though a couple things made me roll my eyes, I did not not enjoy this premiere. Yeah, I did not not enjoy. Uh, <laughs> okay. so, somewhere in between. All right, let's get going. Okay, so Bachelorette episode one picks up with it being the 20th anniversary of this show. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. I bet you even the people who started this show are probably like, wow. I can't believe this stupid idea I had once has actually lasted 20 years. Yeah. Jesse arrives under, what is that, a pergola? Oh, pergola. Wow, nice. I don't know. Is that a pergola? It's a good draw. It's raining. It's, it's got potential to rain. Yeah. And I got to say, in that moment, I was like, wow, it's amazing how rarely it rains on night one. Well, it's L.A., Oh, <laughs> it almost never rains in L.A. Duh. Yeah. Well, also, it shows how strict the schedule is. Like you would yeah. think, oh, there's a forecast for rain. We have to oh, do it tomorrow going. instead. Oh, they're They're shooting. Oh, yeah. Nothing's stopping them. OK, so we get to know Charity. This is pretty brief. Honestly, yeah. I could always do with more of this mm, and yeah. less of the rote, you know, any bachelorette could have been saying the same thing. Totally. Stuff. Totally. You know, we know that she has a master's degree in clinical health counseling, which I think is really badass. But really, other than that, it's like we don't even see an at work scene, which I would have liked to have seen. I would have liked to see that, too. Yeah, it was mostly just B-roll. Let's see her in action. Yes. We see her like sitting pensively on a rock. Yeah, which was totally they caught her doing that. Yeah. We did laugh when she was talking with her family and in her ITM, she said, my best friend is one of my brothers, Nehemiah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that guy's chopped liver. <laughs> yeah. And he was sitting right there, too. Yeah. But honestly, I can't say that. I know much more about Charity than I did last season. And one of my issues with Charity's edit last season was how little we got yeah. to see of her. Yeah, they weren't giving us new material. In my opinion, yes. In mm. our opinion. Mm. Okay, so it's night one. I know people are going to want me to comment on her outfit, her gown. Uh, yes, so yes. let's take a minute. I mean, Charity has great style. Yeah, And what does. I like about Charity is that she really does style her looks. So her dress, I think... I like I liked it. I mm. think it looked really good on her, but I had a couple of issues. First, I felt like the dress was wearing her a little too much. Like I found myself distracted by the dress, by the fit of the dress, especially the neckline of the yeah. dress, the way the sweetheart neckline came like came to a point yeah, and yeah. even the ruching at that point. And then I felt like the point, like the humps of the heart of the sweetheart neckline were like too close together. It just had a sort of like homemade vibe, in my opinion, in the neckline that I wasn't really a fan of. Other than that, though, I thought it was, you know, the color was different. 
And it was certainly formal enough for the occasion. My one beef, people know what I'm going to say about this. They know. I'm so predictable. Yes. You know, Charity is the queen of the center part side wisp. Oh, my God. Look, I did it today. I I just realized it. Yeah. But she's so good at that. And I felt that this dress needed an updo for that neckline. Anyway, in my opinion. I have a very specific thing. Like, I I don't don't like like bedazzled things. I don't like things that I don't have a desire to touch Touch. yeah Yeah. so i i don't like i sequins to me i can do without them okay i I feel like if i grab it i'm like i'm gonna hurt myself there was one point actually where one of the guys was talking to her and he had it was john he had his hand on her knee on her sequins and you were like oh that's not a good feel no No, he was thinking about it too he's like oh this doesn't feel good (laughs) okay so we're not going to go through every limo exit but we're going to keep with tradition andy and do our limo exit wins and fails. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go first with your win? Well, for me, it was Sean. Okay. Uh, 25 is, software sales rep. I mean, technically it's low-hanging fruit, but someone had to do a charity pun. And I no was one surprised did there were not more, actually. Yeah, someone had to do it. And he's, he was the uh, maverick, yeah. the pioneer. And he, he did it. He did it right, too. Yeah. So he's giving to charity. It's a good, it was a good usage. Yeah, he came out with a big giant check yeah. and the quantity... The, the amount is, was, a, was a heart. It was cute. I'm also a sucker for giant checks. You pull out a giant <laughs> check, uh, I'm into it. I have to admit, a giant check is one of those things. Like it, it Something about it brings out the child in me. Absolutely. It doesn't lose its novelty. You know what a giant check is? It's always fun. No one brings out a giant check and people are like, oh. <laughs> it's not the same if you bring out a normal size check. No, no one. A normal size check is it's almost like in bad taste. Like if you're going to give someone a lot of money, bring out a giant check. Even some might argue that the giant check is in bad taste. No, the giant check is making fun of the fact that it's in bad taste. It's Therefore, self-aware. It's, it's self-aware. Yeah. It's like, look at this. It's a giant check. Yes. I'm making an uncomfortable situation funny. Mm-hmm. Giant checks are the best. Okay. Bring them out whenever you can. I agree wholeheartedly. My win goes to John, however. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were. it was pretty much between the two of them. Let's sure. be honest. Yeah. They were the there was two. some kind of weak limo exits. Yeah. I feel bad saying that because it's... You know, the wins and fails, it has to be somewhat of a gimmick. You have to do something to be memorable. But then if it's in bad taste or goes slightly in the wrong direction, then they're suddenly on the fail list. Like you really, it's a fine line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You got to be careful, but I think you kind of got to go for it. I mean, I didn't go for it. But yeah, but you had other qualities. (laughs) Okay, so my winner was John, 27, data scientist. He came with a fortune cookie and he said, it's a little Chinese, a little American. I'm a little Chinese, a little American. I mean, I just loved loved this. And then she opened the cookie and the fortune read, you will meet the man of your dreams tonight. His name is John. Everything about this. This was so clever, so memorable. You could tell that the powers that be were like over showing this one in its entirety it's too good i mean full disclosure he kind of was my limo exit win but i had to give it to you (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i get the fortune cookie okay (laughs) well also i love what a wink this was at the fact that he is asian american and so to not only get a guy who seems to be something of a front runner and then also even have his limo exit seem to reference that Ugh, it was just it was perfect it you was couldn't perfect. do better than what he did yeah and he was charming and charming it's and not cute. bad looking not uh, bad looking not bad looking he was cute yeah. i was very yeah. into him Take okay easy. <laughs> so andy who was your limo exit fail it's the tanner towel <laughs> okay so yeah. tanner 30 mortgage lender he came out with a towel Okay, in his defense, his limo exit wasn't shown in its entirety. It was sort of put into a montage. But he like came out with a towel that had a T on it and said, it's the Tanner towel. Like if the joke was like, I'm super self-absorbed, I get it. (laughs) But I don't think that was the joke. I think he was just like, here's a Tanner towel. Are you into that? I mean, look, you got a towel with my letter on it. (laughs) It felt a little like Homer buying Marge the bowling ball that says Homer on it. Yes. It should have had a C on it. It should have had a C. But then it wouldn't have been, uh, what do you call that? What's a Tanner towel? It's like the T. Oh, it's a charity towel? 
No, now, but, then it sounds weird. A no, charity towel sounds like a weird situation. What is the, it's like a term for when. It's, oh, it's alliteration? Alliteration. Yeah, yes. I think so. It do, It works yeah. with Tanner Towel. It's a towel. really weak alliteration. Or he could have made a joke about a charity towel, like make some sort of joke about how it's a towel, like giving someone who needs towels or something. <laughs> That really is, that's too much. It also crossed my mind that maybe Tanner Towel referred to self-tanner. Like it's the towel you use to self-tan because if you, if you, (laughs) yeah, if you have any experience with self-tanner, you know that you need like certain equipment. Like when I use my self-tanner, I use our burgundy hand towel because it can't be tanned. Oh. But then that doesn't even make sense because the Tanner Towel was white. Yeah. Anyway, Tanner Towel, weak. Okay. So my limo exit fail was Chris, 27, the world record jumper. I mean, the world record is is badass. Oh, I am not taking that away from him. I mean, his fail is not in his ability to jump. No, it's that he did it. It's that he didn't say that I would have saved that in my back pocket till till the very last second. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's the kind of thing where it's cooler if you don't advertise it at every turn. And look, if we hadn't later on seen in the evening him... Like being like charity, look, and like jumping up into the ledge of the kitchen. If we hadn't seen any of that, I'd be like, oh wow, he saved his skill just for the yeah. limo exit. Instead, it was just one of many jumps. And I presume, oh wait, he actually goes home. Oh yeah, he's gone. <laughs> so no more jumps. No more jumps. And you're right. If he had just busted that out in the kitchen, people are like, what? Yes. He shouldn't have even said he's the world record holder. He should have said he's just like whatever his other job is. Or do you think his whole job is jumping? I mean, he could make a, I guess he's made a career out of just jumping. I assume he's got another job, but it did say, but we can't trust what they put as his career. Like that's, that's BS. I got to be honest, I'm a little jealous of his jumping skills. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My jumping days are over. You you don't jump anymore. I don't jump. I stopped jumping. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I I don't need to jump. Who needs to really jump? Yeah. Jumping is overrated. So yeah, he says, when I knew you were the bachelorette, dot, dot, dot. And then he backs up and does this backflip. Objectively very impressive. Yeah. But I just, it sort of reminds me of, oh, to go way back on Andy Dorfman's season, the opera singer that was like, I'm an opera singer, ha, 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 like singing 24-7. Yeah. I just think, you know, less is more. I would rather it just be saved for a special occasion. Yeah, you use it for that opportune moment. Yes. When jumping is now the thing. Like yeah. if some, like Like a moment where it's really like, if someone jumped really high right now, that would be great. <laughs> That's when you do it. We need to reach that thing up there. Yeah. Can anyone jump really high? <laughs> I will say the fails were not that bad. No, no. We're, we're going hard yeah, they, on no, that. People didn't really commit hard enough to fail hard. That's the thing that I have an issue with. And in general, actually, there were fewer. I mean, there was only 25 guys. Mm. Lately, there have been more in the 30 realm. Is there and, any reason why there's ever less or more? Or I don't know, but I, it doesn't bother me when there are fewer. I like fewer. Okay, so Charity arrives and gives a speech. I wrote this is basically an AI bachelorette speech. <laughs> she thanked everyone for putting their lives on hold. She says she's nervous. I'm sure you're nervous too. I've been in your exact position. This is a crazy way to find love, but I know it can work. Cheers to a crazy experience. Yeah. It's, she got them. Yeah. She got them all. And there's nothing wrong with that. She no. delivered it very well. That's but how it's done. It really wasn't anything we haven't heard before. Okay. So notable one-on-one time. First up is Joey. So Joey is the pro tennis player yeah. or sorry tennis pro yeah there's a difference there's is there a, there's a difference what's the difference a tennis pro and a pro tennis player two different things so pro tennis player means you make a living playing tennis yeah, and a tennis pro is you make a living teaching people how to play tennis and making believe you used to play tennis <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the formal definition yes. so joey this Conversation seems to make a big impression on Charity. Yeah. I I like Joey. Yeah, seems like a nice guy. Actually, my favorite moment of Joey's was earlier when he was talking about how tall everyone was. Oh, yeah. And he was I would do the same thing. They're always so tall. Every time I meet a bastard guy, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Like at minimum 6'2". Minimum. I liked his commentary on that and just how tiny he felt, even though in his day-to-day life, he's probably a normal-sized human. Of course. So I like Joey. I just didn't really care for this conversation. And I don't know if I'm just being too picky. It felt like they were kind of like 
talking over each other and not in a cute we're finishing each other's sentences kind of way but more in like i already know what i'm gonna say and it sounds like your sentence is winding down so i'm gonna start talking now kind of way he also wasn't looking at her so it's hard to know when (laughs) someone's starting to talk even when she cuddles into his neck he's just sort of staring off into the distance there's no like connecting but in her itm she says she gets butterflies with him so what do you know i believe her i mean i do think joey is gonna go very far nobody likes slow plants so fast growing trees (laughs) (laughs) what i liked about that is that your jingle was fast to match how fast the trees grow at fast growing trees (laughs) thank you it's part of my work and you by the way last time we did a fast growing trees ad had just ordered a cherry tree. Yes, and said cherry tree is now growing fast. It is on our roof deck. And I mean, it was helpful that you entered our zip code. And then Fast Growing Trees was like, these trees will do well in your zip code. Meanwhile, let's say a lemon tree will well, not. Well, that's interesting because I was set on getting a lemon tree. Mm-hmm. When I first saw Fast Growing Trees come across our desk, I was like, I want a lemon tree or a lime tree. And they told me, no, 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 don't do that. Yeah. Get the cherry tree. Yeah, they're setting you up for success because let's be honest, we're not in California. It's taking all these things into consideration for the best results. And this cherry tree, they did not lead you astray. It is looking great. It looks amazing. I think we're going to have cherries this year. And believe me, you're going to see the cherries. (laughs) I love how you could even pick the size of tree you ordered from Fast Growing Trees. You could have gotten, you know, a three, four foot tree. We ended up getting the four to five foot tree. Yep. It's really cool. Yeah, they have different sizes for your needs and it comes packaged so well. Yes. With so much care. So much care. Yeah. Almost too much care. (laughs) I've once before gotten trees, shrubs Mm -hmm. from another tree place. (laughs) Okay. And it came in that package beaten up. Ooh. Like it it came like it was just like interrogated somewhere and they oh. just dumped it on my doorstep. I'm telling you, this tree, when I pulled it out of the box, it felt like it didn't want to come out. It was like, it was like coming out of the spa. Uh. It was like, no, I'll stay in for a little longer. I'm okay here. <laughs> coming out of the spa. The tree spa. The tree spa. The trispa. <laughs> All of their products come with a 30-day alive and thrive guarantee. 30 days. So it's on them if they don't look after their plants. Oh, yeah. And the problems are going to happen within 30 days. And just to be clear, it is not just trees that Fast Growing Trees deals with. Pretty much any plant that you can grow anywhere, Mm -hmm. they have. Yeah. And you can filter by your location to know which ones will thrive there. So join over one and a half million happy Fast Growing Trees customers. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Shandy to save 15% off your entire order. Again, that's 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Shandy. Let's do Marsh, and I want I want some. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah. Can I? Okay. So we're doing a Marsh ad right now, but right before we start recording this, I asked Andy which ad he wanted to do. He said, I want to do Marsh because I want some. This actually Make with happened. The mosh. So Marsh bars. We, by the way, the ones we're eating right now, we purchased with our own money. This is after Mosh initially sent, you know, product for us to try. And since finishing that box, I have repurchased and then repurchased again. So this is now our third box of Mosh. Like Andy's biting into it right now. So we have to talk about what Mosh is. <laughs> mm. So Mosh are protein bars that are really a smart choice because they not only keep your body feeling fit and fueled, but also your brain. And that is precisely the reason why Mosh is our mid-recording choice of snack. Mm -hmm. Not only does each Mosh bar have a whopping 12 grams of protein, and also, by the way, they don't even advertise this, but each bar also has a whopping 8 grams of fiber just for fun. But they also have ingredients that support brain health, including ashwagandha, omega-3s, and lion's mane. And you get all that goodness for only 160 calories and one gram of sugar. One gram of sugar. Can you believe it? One solitary gram. It's all alone. (laughs) You know, I have a bit of a sugar addiction. Everyone knows this. I have a sweet tooth. And I just love dessert. And when I carry a mosh around, I do this now. This is a trick I do. I carry it around with me when I head out because then I can just nibble on it and it satisfies my craving, gives me energy. It has the ooey gooey bits and the crunch. And I'm just less likely to be like, okay, I'll get a designer cookie. (laughs) So your whole life is just a struggle to not get designer cookies? 
And I love this. Mosh is a mission-driven brain health and wellness company. They donate a portion of all proceeds to women's brain research. Isn't that nice? I mean, I still feel like men's brains deserve some love. (laughs) But it is nice. So don't settle for a mediocre snack when you can nourish your body and mind with the fuel it needs to succeed. Head to moshlife.com slash shandy to save 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack. That's 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack, which includes all six mouth-watering flavors. Moshlife, M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E dot com slash shandy. Okay, so now we have James. He gives... Charity, a box with a note from his mom, and there are donuts and apple I mean, cider. That's pretty sweet. He grew up on an apple farm. That's pretty cool. This was so smooth. More his mom should, should get credit for that. Yeah, more people should do this. Like all he had to totally. do was really like bring something. And He's sit there. automatically night two, like guaranteed. Yeah, it's like it's like here's a ticket. It's like it's just like you know it's, it's like Survivor. It's like an immunity idol. <laughs> It's like, I have a note from my mom. I'm yeah, yeah. Safe. Oh, okay. Well, here's your rose. <laughs> so now we have Xavier. Andy, you got a real laugh out of this. Charity asked him, how do you feel like you are when it comes to like vulnerability? <laughs> Andy, you said a seven and a half, yeah. eight. <laughs> yeah, I got mad vulnerability Mad skills. vulnerability. So I really like Xavier. I think he seems well-rounded in his intro video. Oh, we forgot to touch on that. In the limo exits, this was new. I liked that. I did too. Yeah, I thought that was a nice... Get to know them a little more. Yeah, and also I just... The intro video is all back to back. It just sort of feels... I don't know. Yeah, you lose track. And it reminds me of like a parade. That was... This was a good change. It was a good change. Yeah, Yeah, see, we give credit where credit is due. This conversation with Xavier... Maybe I'm being too picky. I said this has an interview vibe that I'm not wild about. It felt like she was just asking him questions and he was answering like a job interview. But then she goes in for a kiss. She makes the move. Yeah. Andy, you said that conversation did it for her. <laughs> and then she's really into it. They seem yeah. to have decent chemistry. So what do I know? I, I think he's he's exaggerating how vulnerable he is. I think he's more like a four and a half. <laughs> oh, we skipped over. I don't know how we did this. We skipped over Nehemiah. Nehemiah oh. was 26th out of the limos. We saw this at the end yeah. of the Bachelor season. So this is no surprise. He's in disguise to eavesdrop on the guys and like catch them. I can't believe I forgot to mention that. That's like the biggest talking point of this I know, episode. I know. Supposedly. I know. We'll get, we got it. We got it. Yeah. <sighs> eh. You know, I would have rather Nehemiah been in the control room. Yes. Or something like that. They did that once with Demi. I think they had her on to sit in a truck <laughs> with screens and watch the guys on their cameras. I think that's more believable. Yeah. Than a guy with a fake mustache. Yeah. I just, I it, feel it like. Was, it was hacky. And the thing is, he didn't look like the guy who looks, he didn't act like the guy who looks like that. Totally. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. He didn't behave. He didn't become his his costumed character. Yeah, he, didn't he wasn't commit. that guy. No. That guy's more old school. Yeah. That guy's, you know that guy. That guy's old school. Yeah, he was basically himself but yeah. with a mustache and wig. Yeah, on. it didn't work. It looked like he was he was it was looked like he was out for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it did. And to be fair, Charity did sort of call him out on that at the end, which was good. We'll get back to that. So John now has his one-on-one time. They talk about their relationships with their siblings. Mm -hmm. I thought this was cute. That's important. And they kiss. They do. And it's a good one. I wrote, an Asian guy gets a kiss. All caps, exclamation marks. Breaking news. I was so excited about this. I feel like John's really going to go far. I, I agree he should. And in his ITM, he's like laughing and glowing. He's so excited. He did all the things right. I have to say, like... From beginning to end, I can't even begin to think of a criticism of John. Same. Nailed it. I am rooting for him. Like, I would give anything to see an Asian contestant go really far on this show. And I don't want to make it about that. But, like, I haven't seen it. So you can't blame me for wanting to see it. You know what I mean? I don't blame you. I'm talking male Asian contestants, by the way. Correct. Okay. So there is a funny scene here where all the athletes start jumping, like the jumping guy jumps, and then yeah, the yeah. the pro wrestler yeah, is doing good. his jumping. Yeah. He's like, oh, you can jump. I can jump too. Yeah. <laughs> and Aaron S., this is where I started to know, notice Aaron S., he narrates that it's mating season and that they're all wooing the yeah, only Yeah, he's female. right. He is. It's a, it's a test of physical skills. They're all like trying to peacock. Look at my shiny feathers. Yeah, I can, feats of strength. I can hold up my shiny feathers for longer than he yeah, can. Yeah. Okay, so Spencer now. He reveals he has a son 
there's a lot of buildup to this, as though no contestant on the show has ever yeah. come on with a child before. Right. I mean, what's she supposed to say? Like, she no. says exactly what she yeah, should she say. Does, she handles it perfectly. Yeah, she says it's beautiful. Yeah. She basically isn't like, oh, you have a child, leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> Why and, they let you on the show? Yeah, and he, in his ITM, cries over this. Yeah. I wrote, wow, a low bar. Yeah. And Andy, you said this show is so off the rails. There was so much buildup around this. Yeah. Spencer, he he's, I mean, obviously kind of awkward, but I think almost in an endearing kind of like, what am I doing here kind of way? I think he might take time to loosen up. Yeah. But I found this conversation premature. I, have I look, a kid. What do you think about that? I have a kid. What do you think? Yeah, here? Yeah. Hey, I like your dress. I have a kid. Yeah. Huh? And I will say night one is never anyone's most natural showing i I include myself sure when i say that so more research needs to be done on spencer Mm -hmm. but i just wasn't this conversation just felt stilted to me i agree and forced okay so aaron b now he plays the keyboard while speaking to her this was actually really funny it was (laughs) because it felt like the opening to a song right he's like and Charity's sitting over there, ding a ding a ding a ding a ding. Yeah. He's like, she's been through so much, ding a ding a ding a ding a ding. Never got to the song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No song. There's no song. He just goes. I and was sits. excited for a song. Me too. I was hoping it would be like an old standard instead of like something he composed. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with original. No, no, song. no, no. Well, I mean, even from great artists, I'm not crazy about the original stuff. Oh, that, oh my god, that reminds me of when we saw um, Depeche Mode. Yes. And they start, and we got, <laughs> we got there. It was all new stuff. We're like, no. <laughs> and I feel bad saying that because I'm sure as an artist, you're like, I don't want to just sing the same songs forever. Of course. And they're trying to sell a new album. Yes. You can't sell a new album by playing the old songs. Although, actually, in my opinion, it's the best way to do it. Oh, so not actually. Don't even play any new songs, which you know the new songs aren't going to be good. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know if you don't hear them. You're like. These songs are amazing. You assume the best. Maybe the new ones will be good too. Oh my God, that's like, oh, wow, I have an analogy for this. I was thinking Levin, the cookie place. Their cookies are so amazing that one time I bought a pastry thinking, oh, the cookies are so amazing. I'm going to buy the pastry. It's also going to be amazing. And it wasn't amazing. There you go. It was below average. And if they had given out samples of the pastry, I never would have bought the pastry. You just assume it's good. Mm -hmm. That's what they should do. Am I the first person who's thought of this? So Aaron B. never plays a song. He just goes and sits next to Charity. And then they talk. He does another heads or tails thing here. Yeah. With his he's, trick coin. He's got one more. Oh, yeah. You got, said- three, you got three jokes of the same <laughs> joke. And that's over. He says heads. He gets a kiss. Yeah. And of course, it's heads. He heads and then yeah. they, they kiss. Is there going to be a reveal at some point where he's like, ah, two-headed coin? It ha- I mean, I thought she would have called him out on it, but she didn't. No, but she wanted that kiss. Yeah. yeah, and she wanted him to stay. Mm-hmm. I think Charity has her eye on Aaron B. I like Aaron B. I think he's really good looking. But I'm going to be honest, I find him a little... Controlled. Oh, really? Controlled? Is I was thinking rehearsed. That's what I meant. Same word. <laughs> it's not the same. Different word. angle. I think rehearsed, even his intro, the like the coin, okay, whatever, the coin. Yeah. He, he yeah. has to do something. I get it. I'll do something. But then the, from the piano to the conversation, it felt very much like it wasn't going with the flow. Yeah. It didn't feel like he was like, oh, I'll wing it when I get there. And maybe, you I, know. I agree. Maybe that's what I you got to do on but, 9-1. But I have, I have high hopes for Aaron uh, B. Oh, Aaron B is sticking around. Sticking. For sure. Sticking He's around. sticking. Now, Nehemiah is at risk of being recognized because Josh is like, you look familiar. Mm. Did you wrestle in college? <laughs> Such a weird thing yeah. to ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my go-to from now on. Every time I'm like, you remind me, you wrestling college? <laughs> Everybody. Okay, so Braden now has his one-on-one time. <laughs> I found this hilarious. Charity's like, I have a question. Since you said you were so happy, it's me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She called him out. Yeah. Didn't let him get away with it. I like that. Yeah. She says, what was it about her that made him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, She was. uh, Yeah. She wanted to call him out. Fact checking. Yeah. And he did a good job. He came fast with it, too. I will say uh, this. You know, we made fun of Aaron. Oh, I forget his last name. Yeah, but Aaron wasn't the lead. That's different. Okay. What's his last name? Aaron. Aaron S. Aaron. We can't say Aaron for this Aaron the policeman. Aaron. He's a police chief. Yeah, Aaron, the police chief from past seasons. Everyone knows who we're talking about. Yeah. If you've been following along, every I'm yeah, putting his photo guy. here. He's a his photo guy. is here, so people will know. 
I can't believe I can't remember his last name. Maybe that's a good thing. Let's anyway. go through the alphabet. Is it Aaron B? No. C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N. Clancy. Nice. <laughs> How did that come up on N? As you, I was just watching your mouth move and I was like, <laughs> it came to me, Aaron Clancy. Right. It always works one way or another, that system, even if it doesn't work. So when he was taken on a date by Chelsea Vaughn, he was like, so what was it about me that made you choose me for this date? <laughs> Ch- uh, but Ch- Charity's allowed to do that. She's the lead. Yeah. She's allowed. They, they've been pumping her up for a while. She's the star. She's yeah. allowed to do that. Brayden says that it's Charity's empathy and her considerateness of others that drew him to her. They kiss, and apparently it's so good that they go back for it more. It looks good. It does look good. It looks like a good kiss. Yeah. Su- surprisingly, I'm going to be honest, Brayden was not on my radar. No. He busted out the hard fashion specs. I got big beef with that. <laughs> Do not like Maybe fashion Maybe they're prescription. Specs. They're not. I could tell. That guy, he, he has good eyes. <laughs> Trust me. He's, he's got 24-year-old eyes. Yeah, he's got like 2010 vision. Trust me. <laughs> fashion spec i didn't like it i don't love him as a choice for night one oh, okay. but i don't think glasses look bad on him i just felt like they were a little i don't think hard. glasses look bad on him yeah. i just think the choice was over the top okay. i think he could have gone a little more subtle okay he looked, he's kind of like a weird clark kenty kind of thing that mm-hmm. was happening there very clark kenty okay so the kiss is momentous yeah look they good. go back for more and now brayden goes back to the group and even though everyone saw him kissing, he does seem to tell everyone that they kissed. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. He talks about what a good kisser she is. He basically describes the whole scene to Nehemiah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Andy, you said he's treating it like a game show. Well, yeah, like he had got into like that final, like, in, you know, in like uh, Family Feud where you go to the, you know, the final uh, thing. Yeah, he's like uh, really excited. Yeah. He won got to the next day it's a final stage yeah he knew that he was making it to episode yeah. two it was like getting a kiss was like getting you know uh like uh what's a game show where you get stopping it's really good <laughs> oh wheel of fortune i mean you get surprisingly good stuff with wheel of fortune actually you know what you get surprisingly good stuff with is the price is right you know you do you get those showcases yeah but you have to take everything sometimes they have a few things and you only want one of them <laughs> I always wonder if you can go back and say, like, I, I don't want the other stuff, just that. I actually think if we're going to look at it like a game show, Nehemiah um, Braden played it wrong because everyone knows that in this game show, you don't go. You keep the cards close to the vest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was giddy. You know what? I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's just like a giddy school kid. Yeah. Like he was like, oh my God, I got a kiss. I got the thing, the thing that you, they, I saw on the TV that it's big, it's a good big deal. I got the kiss, the thing that you get on night one. It's a big deal. Oh yeah. And, and he's like all like so excited. Like everyone else is like, oh my God, you got a kiss. That's amazing. That's the thing we saw on the TV. Like when the people get the kiss and it's a big deal. Like, yeah, yeah, you got that. You know who doesn't see it that way is Nehemiah. Cause in his ITM, yeah. he says he thinks Brayden has a huge ego. And Brayden, I mean, I will say in like random moments where he's just standing alone, you'll see him saying something like such a beautiful kiss. Oh my God. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what, Brandon? Is- As if anyone's listening or cares. No one cares. Is it Brandon or Braden? Braden. 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 Sorry, that's a new name. Um, it's a it's new a, name. Yeah, it's one of those new names. You know, another new name here is Caleb. There are three yeah, well, Caleb's. Yeah, this clearly that's a popular name, at least from 25 years ago. So Braden yeah. is, a, is an endearing douche, which is very hard to do. Uh. Very hard. That's a tough thing to do. I think douche do. is even strong. I don't feel like I Braden- said endearing. Yeah. But I don't think he's even a douche. I just think he's sort of like a little bit obnoxious. So what? Oh, I think if you were if you were there when he was doing that, you would think he was a douche. <laughs> There's something a little peacocky about yeah. Brayden. From the fashion specs to the out of nowhere, such a beautiful kiss, my yeah. God. It's yeah. like... So beautiful. Yeah, yeah. he just seems very into himself. But, you know, more research needs to be done. Like mm. I said, no one's best showing is on night one, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, so Nehemiah now does his big reveal because he got the intel he wanted, which was that Brayden was especially giddy. excited about getting kissed. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, how sad is it that that's the worst He thing? literally kissed and told. <laughs> I did. Now, Nehemiah chats with Charity and reports back. He refers to himself as an extra layer of protection for her. And Andy, you said here that Nehemiah's overexposed. 
Mm, yeah. I'm getting a little too much Nehemiah suddenly. Yeah. I went from loving Nehemiah to be like, you know what, Nehemiah, maybe, maybe a little less screen time. Maybe a little less Nehemiah is good. You know what it was is that he had the unfortunate role of, of being in this fault. stupid shtick. That not his not fault. Not his fault. They used him in a very unflattering way, and it wasn't believable. It was too hacky. And he felt it. You could tell yeah, that he, he was did. embarrassed. He was in on it, yeah. He's a good... Nehemiah is a solid dude. He, I could tell. I feel like... He was embarrassed. He was. He was committing because he had committed yeah. to it. But I could even feel like towards the end... Oh, his, I saw it. It was flagging. I saw the moment where his soul dissolved. <laughs> Nehemiah's not that guy. No, Nehemiah's, Nehemiah's the guy who should be in the control room. You're right. He should have been in the control room or they should have just thrown him in the group of guys. Yeah. Just been like, if someone recognizes him, so be it. Let him deny it. It'll yeah. be fun. It'll I, be more funny. I think it would have been funnier if he had been one of the guys. Just one of the guys. Yes. A contestant. Yeah. Let Tell him, you know what they should have said? They should have said like, like two months before filming started, they said, grow a beard. Just grow a real beard. <laughs> yeah. It's actually not a. I don't know if there wasn't enough time, actually, but yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah. Something to make him mesh with the guys, because I actually think the guys would be way more likely to give dirt to a fellow contestant totally. than some random some guy bartender. who looks, looks like a narc behind the bar, <laughs> like a guy out of a cheap like seventies exploitation movie, like a like a an undercover yeah. informant. Or yeah, something. it was ridiculous. He looked Anyone like anyone who had any sixth sense or spidey sense at all would have been like, I, I'm not going to tell this guy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Or they're like, did you wrestle in college? Yeah, <laughs> or, or he's a wrestler from college. <laughs> okay, so Nehemiah chats with Charity. He says he really liked Aaron B. Mm -hmm. And that Aaron a. S. was skeptical of the process. I love how Charity was like, oh, that's understandable. Then he says Brayden crossed the line from confidence into cockiness. Uh, I mean, he did. In his excitement over the kiss. It's true. But it, who cares? Even that, I think, like, I'm not particularly a Brayden fan, but no. it just felt like they it's were not, just grasping at straws yeah. here. They, they, You know, everyone was grasping at straws. In, and I'm not blaming Nehemiah. Uh, no, it was production. Yeah. Because they were like, this is kind of like an uneventful, no one's beefing. Yeah. There's no drama. No There's nothing enough. interesting. Oh, Let's now they're make all... The guys are all limited to two drinks an hour now. Are you serious? Well, since two drinks an hour is a lot of drinks, actually. It's a good amount well, of drinks. Well, not if a guy, I mean. No, a guy can handle it. I, mean, I can do Dotton two drinks. Dotton is an like hour. eight feet tall. Yeah, that's true. Like, you think two drinks an hour is going to hit him the same way it does charity? Yeah. No, that's true. Andre yeah. the Giant used to have like a hundred beers in a sitting. A hundred beers. I love that you know that. Uh. I just <laughs> filed away for this recap. It's a, a very important <laughs> fact. Is that, are you exaggerating? Not, as a matter of fact, I think I'm going under. I'm pretty sure it was well over a hundred beers. That sounds expensive. Yeah. And you know what Andre the Giant's thing was? What? He loved playing this joke on people. He would get them in an elevator uh -huh. and he would just rip like uh, the most ungodly farts you've ever <laughs> heard in your life. I'm not kidding. That was his joke. He loved it. <laughs> That's so juvenile. He's a special man. I wonder special if man. his farts. Oh, they were horrific. Like they were like, they could kill you. Which is <laughs> <laughs> because there's more of it. It was extremely loud and extremely awful. And you were trapped in a room and he was laughing in his laugh. He had like a laugh that was eight octaves below, like even a bass. Like how much of giant, this do you actually know and how much of this uh, everything I'm saying is 100% fact go ahead fact check me Andre <laughs> this is the least of the interesting things about Andre the Giant okay. one of the most fascinating human beings they made a documentary about him fascinating human okay. being okay so so two drinks an hour two drink oh thank you yeah two yeah. drinks an hour there wasn't that much drama basically yeah. and I'm not blaming Nehemiah for pouncing on the Braden thing I think that the powers that be were like we did this whole Nehemiah shtick yeah. we need to have something Oh, yeah. And I honestly think if it hadn't been that, I think it might have been one of the guys saying that he likes curvy women. Oh, it was Michael. Yeah, that would have been it. It would be like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's like you're on the wrong show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Sup. How you doing? I like your shades, Andy. Yeah, feeling pretty cool. You look very cool. You know what you look like is that cool sunglasses emoji. The smug expression of someone who's wearing cool oh, sunglasses. Right. And so I know I'm cool. Good. Yes. Which makes me annoying. <laughs> 
So we are wearing our Warby Parker sunglasses that we first tried on here at home in the comfort of our home through their at-home try-on program. And I will say this, I have spent a lifetime trying to find sunglasses I like, and I have found maybe one yeah. ever. This is now two. This is two. <laughs> Which is saying a lot about Warby Parker. Honestly, their styles, they really have something for everyone. They have plastic frames. They have wired frames. They have narrow, medium, and wide widths. Of course, we're just talking about their sunglasses right now, but they have a massive selection, too, of prescription glasses. And I know a thing or two about how much glasses cost. Yes, you do. Warby Parker's glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. That's mind-boggling. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. So their home try-on program, by the way, can apply to glasses as well. So you go online and you select five pairs of glasses to be shipped to your door and you try them on in the comfort of your home. And then you ship it back with a prepaid label. So it costs you nothing. And then you know what size fits you, what model looks good on you, all the things. I don't like looking funny in glasses. Yeah. And Warby Parker allows me to not look funny. Yeah, instead you look like the cool sunglasses emoji. And Warby Parker rewards you when you buy in bulk. So if you buy two or more pairs of prescription glasses or sunglasses, you will get 15% off. And if you must shop in stores, which some people like to do, yes. Warby Parker has over 190 retail locations in the U.S. For the non-lazy. So try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free. There's no obligation to buy. It ships free and even includes a return prepaid shipping label. So head to warbyparker.com slash shandy. Again, try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash shandy. So Andy, what would you say I've got here? Nothing. <laughs> I was going to go with piece of paper. I mean, it barely exists. Yeah. Put it this way. If that fell on your head from the tallest building in the world, uh -huh. you would not know something happened. No, it would float down like a feather. Yeah. You'd just be like, oh, is that a breeze? Yes. Is that a breeze from Earth? <laughs> is it? Da, 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 da. Earth breeze to the rescue. Yes. It to is... the rescue for the earth. Yes. It There's really... a lot of, we're really using that name well here. <laughs> for our listeners, the people not watching, I am holding an index card sized, what appears to be a piece of paper, but it's really laundry detergent. And this pack right here that's, look, look, see, it. if you throw it up, it floats for a second. That's how large it is. Look, see, it stops. Well, and for our listeners, again, that has 60 loads of laundry in this it. This replaces that giant heavy jug of laundry detergent you lug around, mm -hmm. that trucks lug around, and 91% of those giant plastic bottles end up in landfill. Yes, and those are mostly water to begin with. It's almost all water. It's painful. I mean, you end up putting this in the wash that uses water. Why are you putting water in the product before it gets shipped to homes? Because when they originally did laundry detergent, <laughs> they were like, people will like this. Oh. They'll say, oh, that makes sense. It's yeah. a big, wet thing mm -hmm. that's going to make my clothes clean. Yeah. It was a mental thing. Earth breezes. Eco sheets are a total game changer. I am obsessed with these. I take these on the go when I go on singing gigs so that I don't have to buy laundry detergent each time. And when we do laundry, it doesn't add any weight to our carrying load. You know, you just like go boop. Oh, you don't even top. notice it's there. No, you it don't. does. It barely exists. <laughs> So switch from the old-fashioned goo to something new. Right now, our listeners, the Shandies, can subscribe to EarthBreeze and save a whopping 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash shandy to get started. Again, that's earthbreeze, E-A-R-T-H-B-R-E-E-Z-E dot com slash shandy to get 40% off. Earthbreeze.com slash shandy. Okay, so Charity files this information away and goes and talks to the group. And in a moment that made us groan. Yeah, I was, I was, I was hoping for the best. Yes, but expecting the worst. She's like, Brayden, can I talk to you? <sighs> Andy, you were so upset about this. You said this is so stupid. The whole device is terrible. It should have just been funny. So you think it should have just come and gone? Him reporting that to charity and not been a thing. Not been a the thing. Group? It shouldn't have been a thing. And and I just want to say before we get into this. I think they should have, if they wanted Brayden to get thrown under the bus, they should have let the guys throw him under the bus, mm. not have this device that was artificial. It, to be honest, look, Brayden's behavior was a little weak, whatever. It was, it was kind of like, eh, a little yeah. vain, a little ridiculous. 
but it wasn't deserving of this sting operation. No, he didn't do anything nasty, anything no. backstabby, anything that I think would no, suggest. it was just a little cringy yeah, in the yeah. way he behaved. It was a little cringy. We even felt that when Charity watches this back, she'll be like, oh, that's it? What's the big deal? Yeah, what's the big deal? Even with the editing, which made him look as bad as they totally. could look. Totally. So Charity leaves now and returns with the first impression, Rose. Andy, you said good for her. Good for her. We were Overcoming the BS. Yeah, we really Just being like, I like this. this guy. I don't care. This is all BS. This was really unexpected. Yeah. We were set up to believe that Charity would either send him home, which I don't think she would have, or... Give him a lecture. Yeah, or giving him the last... You know it was most likely based on the last history. Rose. Last 100%. Rose. Last Rose at the You're right. You are right. Yeah. But I love that she didn't do this. Loved it. I actually thought this was slightly unpredictable. This was the most unpredictable thing yeah. to happen in this that's, episode. That's the power of good kissing. <laughs> That's actually totally true. A good kiss. 100%. It really does. Hard to find. When they say it makes you weak in the knees. Weak in the knees. It's hard to find. Oh, yeah. I really liked that she did this. It felt like, I don't know, maybe I'm falling for it, but it felt like that was the moment where we're like, oh, Charity is not she's just her own do, woman yeah she's, she's not, not gonna do what she's production. being told yeah i liked it it was really nice made me feel very optimistic about this season same that was a moment it was sort of like when zach i'm trying to yeah. think of an example of when zach shalcross did something we're like where he became for zachy <laughs> i don't remember what happened but he became for zachy yeah i think it was when one of the women was trying to talk shit about oh, someone he's like, else. i don't want to hear this yeah not he was openly like yeah, if, you, do I don't, if you don't need to tell me oh, i don't yeah, want to hear it that was it yeah and this was it too i i gotta be honest i was i was bordering on board stiff mm -hmm. up until this point and yes. suddenly i was like oh yes. we may have something here yes totally i was into this you you use the word device and i think that's perfect to describe this I wish they would use fewer devices. Yeah, I don't want devices. I, for example, would have loved to have seen her talking to Dotton, yeah. who I really, really like. We're both Dotton fans. Yeah. Or, just, or there's a bunch of guys that didn't get to talk to her at all. I think that they shouldn't underestimate how much we want to watch those interactions. I, I agree. Song. I think the device should be nature. Just nature. Yeah. Throw them in the in the bowl. Yeah. Cook it up and see what happens. Yes. See who rubs who wrong. I guess you don't cook in a bowl. You cook in a pot, but you get the point. In a cauldron. Ooh. On this show, it's this a cauldron. This is a cauldron. You're yeah. totally right. Okay. I For me, the best moment of the episode was them walking back in with the first impression rose, Charity and uh. Brayden. And Aaron was like... <laughs> That was the moment where I was like, oh, that wasn't rehearsed. No, Aaron. that was a good slack job. Okay, so now it's the rose ceremony. I don't need to go through all 17 guys who got roses in addition to Brayden. But going home are Chris, Joe, Khaled, Michael, Nick, Peter, and Taylor. A couple of these we were surprised by. Mm -hmm. For me, I would have liked to have seen more of Joe, mainly yeah. because I read his bio on the site. Oh, yeah. And it says, Joe is a proud plant daddy. Oh, I thought that was cute. That's nice. And he says, the best gift you can give Joe is a giant tub of peanut M&M's. Okay. Uh, that's good. That's okay. I not mean, that one so much. That's that great. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, and good. there's nothing you can do to convince Joe to go bungee jumping. Not going to happen. A hundred percent down with that. I feel like he's really after your own heart. Yeah. It's too bad he didn't stay on because he definitely would have gotten the bungee jumping date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, in his description of what he was looking for in a woman, he said responsible and self-aware. Ah. So specific. Why are the good ones go so early? I know. Um, Pilot Pete 2.0. What happened to him? Oh, yeah. Peter. Peter never loses in Mario Kart ever. And he flies planes. And he flies planes. And he's very good looking. And Chris. Andy, you said all that jumping got him nowhere. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait. <laughs> One more. <laughs> this is my final jump. <laughs> you weren't impressed before. I can jump even higher. You just see him like jump over the mansion. <laughs> it's like the incredible Hulk. He starts jumping into the Hollywood Hills. That brings us to our credits. This is basically Nehemiah showing Charity his, I was going to say costume, his disguise. Mm. And with the mustache on, she says that he looks like Steve Harvey. <laughs> This is funny because it's accurate. I mean, Steve Harvey looks like he's wearing a fake mustache. Totally. Steve yeah. Harvey's mustache is so perfect. It yeah. looks like it's drawn on with a Sharpie. Yeah. I love Steve Harvey. I'm a, I will say I am a Steve Harvey fan. He is the best host for that show that ever has lived on earth. Yeah. You know what I like about him is that he leans curmudgeonly on a show that is, yeah. should obviously be more like, oh, la, 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 la. And he's yeah. more like, 
He's always just oh, sort of totally. grimacing. Well, he's taking after a little bit the original host. Oh, whose really? Name, no, I forget his name. Oh, he's no. famous. I mean, back then he was like as famous as like Elvis, oh, the host really? of the fa- the original host of Family Feud. Yeah, he was super famous. Is this something I could possibly guess? No, no. I don't think you'll know his name. Okay. But he was kind of like that a little bit. But Steve Harvey does it better. Okay. And he was also famous for like giving gross kisses to all the girls on the show. Oh. And when I say girls, I mean literally like he would kiss. Like it was, it was weird. It was only something you get away with in the seventies and eighties. Okay. Yeah, he was too old for that. Okay. Well, Steve Harvey. Yeah. We like, and we I do. told you before that I read his dating advice book in my early twenties. That's randomly. such a random thing. What what drove you to say Steve Harvey has a dating advice book? I need to read that. <laughs> I think I was just curious, and I think. I, I I have a sort of weak spot for morning shows. That's and when I used to live in my studio apartment down in the West Village, before school, I would watch like morning shows. And I think they were interviewing him and talking about it. And I was just I was just curious. Oh, wow. And I like super cute. It's very cute to think of the whole process where you saw him, heard about the book, went out to get the book and read it. The whole thing is cute. <laughs> beginning to end. You know, what's funny is it shows that press works. Yeah. I will say Charity is very endearing when she's with Nehemiah. She's always oh, yeah. endearing, but with Nehemiah, she really oh, has that. She's her real self. Yeah, she's very comfortable. Yeah. Okay, that brings us to the end of the episode. Andy, your A game. Do you have a winner? I'm very curious, actually. I don't have a winner, per se, of the A game, but okay. I do have a not loser of the A game, okay. and that's John. Okay. I would say that from beginning to end, John did everything perfectly. Yeah. I wouldn't call it game. He was just good. He was the best. He was, of all the people, the he le- did everything right. The least annoying, least yeah. rehearsed seeming, yes. but yet somehow smooth. Yeah. You're right. It's not really game. I don't feel no, comfortable it's not calling game. it game. There wasn't a moment where I was like, ooh, that's good game. It's just like a solid, he's like good, good, living life well. (laughs) (laughs) Living life well. Yeah, that's the new name of this game. Live life the best. (laughs) All right, so Andy, that brings us to our word watch. Would you like to tell the Shandies what word to look out for? My person. Mm. Charity does like to say that. She does. And what counts in that? Can you say her person? No, just my person. Or your person? And you can't say person. Just my person. <laughs> okay. Okay. So for any newbies around here, you can join in the Shandy Word Watch Fun and have a chance to win a fabulous prize. You can enter by guessing either below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this mm. recap. I'm a little you rusty. I can do this. It. The number of times you predict the phrase my person will be uttered mm-hmm. and you must do so with the numeral, the, nice. the number of times, yep, yep. don't write out. Not the... Roman numeral. No jokes here. <laughs> so you don't write out three or do I, I, I. <laughs> yes. You just put a three and you must include either word watch or my person or both if you yeah. want to be very thorough. Mm-hmm. And if and OK, so you do that and then you must do so by this Friday at midnight to submit your vote. And then we will assemble all the correct votes when we watch episode two. Oh my God, I can't do this anymore. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. If we will assemble all the correct votes, guesses, and then one name will be drawn and that person will win. You guys know this prize. It is a beloved prize. And so we keep bringing it back because it's always such a hit. You will win $100 to spend at one of my all-time favorite jewelry shops on Etsy, Furano Studio, Literally all my rings, except for my engagement ring. We win $100 to spend in jewelry. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a sweet price. Better than a sharp stick in the eye. Yeah, seriously. I love giving away stuff on this podcast. Me too. We've given away a lot of stuff. We have. There's like it, 50 word watches It already. makes me smile. I mean, you know what it is? It's because I never win stuff. Like, I I really can't think of a time I've ever won anything. And so mm. I like to think, I, well, I imagine that most people also feel they've never won anything. So it's cool to maybe change that. The fact is, most people never win anything. Winning something is rare. Yeah. So we're changing that. Yeah. One word <laughs> watch you, at a time. If you listen long enough, you will eventually win the yeah. word watch. Well, you Statistically do have to speaking. Guess. Okay. So that brings us, Andy, to our predictions. 
Who do you have in your top spot, meaning the person you think will be standing there at the end on one knee proposing to charity? Okay, well, I going against my gut, Mm. but I'm doing this because I think the women have very good first impressions Mm. historically and in general in life. I think women have better first impressions than men when it comes to romance. Okay, in in general, on average. Yeah. So I'm going with uh, with uh, Brayden. 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 Okay. And is it based on any connection? I think they had a very visceral physical connection, uh-huh. no question. And I think they had it was you know they had some pretty good chatter. And uh, he's a good looking guy. And, and he got the she's fur. attracted to him. And he got the fur. Yeah. And what more do you need? Okay. So in my top spot, this might be me projecting, but I'm totally obsessed with Dotton, and so I have oh, him yeah. in my top spot. Yeah. I think he's so handsome. He's so striking. He's Tall. Yeah, and I just think he has this like understated confidence and elegance yeah. to him. And I think that the fact that he didn't get any one-on-one time, but still was sort of omnipresent in this subtle, understated way throughout the episode yeah. is a good sign. And he was also last out of the limos, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, the powers that be also think he's someone to watch. I was just a big fan. I want to see more. Yeah, me too. I was always like, oh, is he in this scene? I have my eye on Dotton. Yeah, you kept talking about Dotton the yeah, whole time. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in Brooklyn. I know. Maybe it's, you go visit him. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you have in your second spot? AB. AB. I always balling. <laughs> I also have Aaron B in my second spot. I think Aaron B is one to watch. Yeah. It's not that I was necessarily so wowed by their interactions, but it felt like he has staying power and there's they're going to have some date where they're like really bond and all the things. Yeah, I mean, he just seems like a front runner. Yeah, there's he nothing screams front yeah, runner. There's nothing else. I'm not basing this on some, you know, <laughs> some complex analysis. <laughs> okay. He's a front runner. Okay, so who do you have in your third spot then? I got Dotton. I think, as you said, Dotton has, he's the full package mm-hmm. and he's a lot of the package. It goes very high. <laughs> yeah, it does. yeah. He doesn't need to jump. <laughs> okay. So in my third spot, I have Joey, 27, the tennis pro, oh, not okay. to be mistaken with pro tennis player. <laughs> okay. I think Joey had the exact right amount of airtime and yeah. edit. Mm-hmm. He's one-on-one time with her was the first to be shown. Yep. His whole limo exit was oh, shown. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. all the things. He's going far. He's got all the trappings. Yes. Good. Good word. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I necessarily see him winning. No. But I think that he's going very far. Okay. So who do you have in your fourth spot? I also have Joey. Okay. Yeah. Joey in fourth. For the same reasons? Yeah. I have in my fourth spot, Xavier, 27, biomedical scientist. As much as I found their interaction to be a little interviewee Hmm. i actually think that when he's there longer and talks to her more he's going to open up i think he's still a little nervous he's got the night one jitters Hmm. and i think that they've got uh good chemistry it almost felt like it was interviewee because they were like we have to talk before we kiss oh interesting yeah yeah or maybe it was interviewee because it was (laughs) interviewee well i mean you don't have xavier in your top four i don't nor in my wild card and my wild card is oh, go John. For it. I mean, he did. He, he they seem to get along well. They had a good kiss. Mm-hmm. He's cool. He uh, he he's normal. Yeah. He seems vulnerable. <laughs> I'm a big, 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 big John Stan. Oh, However, yeah. I don't have him. <laughs> I don't have him in my predictions. Oh, really? Because I think John has got Going Home Episode Seven written all over him. Oh, I kind of agree with yeah, you. Yeah, like before hometowns. And I'm always trying to bet on who makes Final Four possibly winning. So as much as I love John and I want him to stick around for as long as possible and maybe become Bachelor because that would be amazing, mm. I don't see him winning. Yeah. So my wild card, I'm, I'm playing a true wild card here, as I often do. This is wild. It's very wild. Is Aaron S., so Aaron S. is the 33-year-old firefighter. Oh, the firefighter. Yeah. I liked his commentary. I thought he was clever. He's the one who they mentioned is skeptical. Mm. And I think that'll give him a nice arc. I think that he's a good age and probably ready to settle down. I think he seems like a normal dude. Also in his online bio, Aaron S. likes his Froyo delivered and heavy on the toppings. <laughs> is that That's the reason. I mean, I love Froyo. Aaron S. loves Froyo. I don't like as many toppings, though. I think toppings, to me, it's like frozen yogurt and pizza 
are meant to not have any toppings because I want to see how good you can make the basic thing. Well, I'll put it this way. When I go to 16 Handles, which I think has inferior Froyo, I go heavy on the toppings because the Froyo is a vehicle. Because you want to cover it up. Yeah, it's you a vehicle. You want to dilute the, the Froyo. Totally. It's a vehicle for me to eat Oreos, peanut butter cups, and and hot fudge. Yeah. And meanwhile, when I go to 40 Carats or Zabar's, I'm getting plain Froyo. Yeah. No one just rolls into Papa John's like, I want plain Papa John's, baby. <laughs> They're like, what else do you got in the kitchen? You got any like string beans back there? I feel like Aaron S. could go home episode two or episode nine. I don't know. But he's my wild card. That's what a wild card is meant for. Yeah. So, Andy. That's it. That brings us to the end. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends. Hmm. Especially the ones who you're trying to convince to keep watching this show with you. Yeah. Because we've learned that people keep watching because they want to... They want to They want to be engaged. It's the recaps. It's like it's a, a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. And do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy. Dear Do you know the pain of gas? Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> Do you know the pain of gas? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know the pain of gas? Do I mean, you I know? Do know yes, she knows. <laughs> Do she know the pain of gas? Yes, she knows. Yes, she knows. Do you know the pain of gas? I feel like I know Do the pain of gas know? so much better than you. She knows better than me. <laughs> <laughs>